People spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm going to take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you. You feel you're talented in that. Pursue that. Who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. James, man, it is uh, it's good to have you back in the it's always it's studio. always good to be here. I mean that. I you know we we get busy sometimes and we can't make our schedules mesh, so you have to come in here and do it solo. Yeah, but I I always enjoy doing these. Yeah, it's fun to get back in here and it just I feel like this is a little bit more nor- normality for mm-hmm. us, you know. And and I imagine most of you that are listening to this or watching this, like your life does not feel normal. Like even though we've been doing this for four weeks, no, eight weeks, ten weeks, however long it's been uh, in COVID, like. Even though it's the new normal, they say it still doesn't feel normal. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's I and uh, Todd Conklin, our friend, says it's the new abnormal. Yeah, and that is so true. Yeah, it, it is, and I'm excited to get back to some really great things. We, in fact, we uh, so just for an update, once again, we've had some restrictions that have uh, lessened on us, so mm-hmm. we're able to do some things. We can get into groups of nine or less. Uh, and so, you know, and still social distance, all of these things. So we've actually been able to, uh, do a few things. One of the things that, uh, we love to do, and this has been a staple in our family for, a, for a couple of years now is baseball. Oh, and yeah. so we had our first baseball practice. We did it with social distancing. We did it all the correct way. Uh, but try to convince, you know, a 12 year old boys that, you know, there's a thing as such as social distancing and, you know, we're doing our best. So I, I will say that, but they are just, they were so excited to see each other. They were so excited to be out there playing sports. Uh, and it just brought a, another level of just, um, appreciation, you know, for the things that you had to give up for a while. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm excited about, um, you know, getting back on the, the diamond with the boys. I can't even imagine all the pent up anxiety yeah. and energy, energy that those 12 year old kids have. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it was probably a madhouse. Yeah. It's kind of funny. They were almost like, uh, I know that they've been active. I know our boys have been active, but they're still a little bit like couch potatoes. And so with all of this technology, you know, even just getting them to run the bases and do some things like it was a challenge. I'm not going to lie. It's like, Hey bro, I think you're a little bit faster than that. And no, no, they, they still, they, they were not nearly as full speed as they, they've been in the past. So we've got to, We've got to get them going again. So good, uh, but we're excited about uh, excited about the the, the next opportunity. Um, all right, dude. I want to talk about this, uh, and just to kind of follow up even from our, our our last conversation. But I want to talk about um, this 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 thing that I keep hearing from people, uh, especially especially those that are in charge of of leading others, um, those that are in charge of making sure through these challenging times that. Um, the companies are um, profitable. The, the the companies are are doing well. That uh, you know th- those those that have a you know and I call it a burden, but um, for lack of better words, you know they're 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 left with this burden of of man, how do I how do we how do we do this right? And like how do I how do I work so freaking hard and not see the results? How do I pour into people and and not see um, the, the, the benefit or the financial reward or the numbers where they need to be, or the growth that we've had in the past. Um, you know, how do you do that? And, and I I tell you, it's just, I 
I've got some ideas on this, mm-hmm. and I know that I, I want to get your perspective on this too. But um, it's the th- the thing that I keep thinking about is like you've got to stop defining your success by how other people are doing. And mm-hmm. you know, we we talk about we talk about that on like you know like don't look at other people on Facebook because you know just because they look like they're doing great doesn't mean you're great. So don't compare yourself. And I'm not necessarily I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about as a leader, you know, as a managing director. Uh, and as, as owners of a company, like your job is to help build other people up and help them become successful. Your job is to pour yourself into them and be absolutely relentless with it, right? Yeah. And give of yourself and be what we call selfless. James, what happens when you're doing that and they don't perform? I'll let you know when I figure that out. Right? I, I really don't know. This is this is a frustrating part about being a leader and about being challenged with people's success, right? It's mm-hmm. it's hard. And and as you were talking about that, I thought about another podcast we did, right? Where it was it was called uh, Don't Compare Your Harvest. Right? You remember yeah. that one? Yes. Yeah. But this isn't even a matter of comparing your harvest. This is you judging your harvest, right? Like yeah. here we were going along. I mean, we had this this, this beautiful, beautiful year planned, right? right? And we were going to sow all these great seeds and we were going to have this big lush harvest. And then a famine came and now we're going, okay, well, we were still out here farming during this famine, but we're not seeing any results of our harvest. So you you can't judge the harvest, right? And the the fact that, that we've been showing up every single day, I mean, you and I, we have, we've made the commitment to show up every single day for the people that, that are in our care. And at the end of the day, that th- things are just outpacing us. The, the the outside factors are outpacing what we're doing, mm-hmm. and so we are seeing challenges. And we're going, man. Sooner or later, we're gonna we're gonna see it. We're gonna mm-hmm. see the results. We're gonna see the results, and they just don't come, and they don't come, and they don't come. Now, because I am a hopeless optimist, I know it's gonna come down the road. Mm-hmm. But if you're that person who is is results oriented, it'd be easy to throw your hands in the air and go, oh, I'm I'm right. done. Right. Yeah, and I think it's uh, to add on to what you're saying, um, you, you you can really break it down into some different layers here, right? Uh, I, what I what the, one of the things that I'm really focused on right now is like don't let the numbers define who you are. Mm-hmm. Don't let the numbers because I mean to be just like this is where let's just say that you you gave me your your month numbers, right? Mm-hmm. And you were just completely devastated. You're like, dude. Like I worked my butt off. I was on top of it. I kept on like I was tracking and measuring. I was helping people, you know, get deals done. I was having conversations. I was doing all these things like that. And then you showed me the results of it. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's really low. I mean, that's off. I don't I guess I don't understand. And you're just and 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 all of a sudden your self-worth is like a lot less, right? You're like, man, I, I just God, I suck at what I'm doing and I don't even know if I should be doing this anymore. And you're having these conversations that are so self-defeating. And then I look at the numbers and I'm like, well, I think you inverted this number. Yeah. You know, no, no, it's not 27. It's actually 72, bro. Like now you look, you know, no, no, no. This is a great month, right? Just because that numbers got inverted, it doesn't mean that you are either a greater or a lesser person. And and I think that's the thing that I, that I really want to hit home with people is the fact that don't get so caught up. Like your value is not in the numbers. Right. So true. Who you are as a human being, who is you are as a person uh, are not a reflection of the numbers, especially for those numbers that are out of your control in the sense of other people have to step up and perform. Right. I, I think it's so easy for 
people that are in your position is so easy for owners of companies, myself included, where, you know, we get, we, we get so lost in our emotions when it comes to the success or lack of success in our businesses based on the numbers as opposed to based on what we're doing and how we're showing up for people in their lives. Yeah, and you've you've seen this uh, on a high on a much higher level than, than where we're at or where I'm at. You've seen it where there are some companies that are all results driven, right? Right, and when when those people fall short, it's it's gloom and doom. It's yeah. just oh, this is horrible. And then you know now you're deflated. Now now all of your you know the the, the enthusiasm in the corporation or the company is now deflated, and it's like, how do you get that back on the rails after that happens? Mm-hmm. And Again, I think that I think it all comes from the top, right? If you are if you are that CEO who is demanding continuous continuous results, then be prepared to have people deflated when they don't reach their numbers or right. when they don't meet their goals. But if you love them through it and you explain to them, "Hey, listen, just because you're having this down moment, that doesn't tell me that you're not doing your job or that doesn't tell me that you're not good at your job." Right. We just got to figure out how to adapt and make it better. Right. It, well, and I think it's so important that you're saying that because we've had these conversations. In fact, it, it was it was February when we sat down, and I'm like, I had the come to Jesus meeting. I think we've talked about that mm-hmm. a couple to, a couple times on this show. It's like, listen, I love you guys. I know that you guys love this organization. I know you love what you guys are doing, but something's not working. Like we are working our butts off. We have not stopped working, but we're, our efforts are not showing. So we've we've got to we've got to reverse engineer this and figure out what we need to be doing better or what we need to be doing differently, right? So it's that tracking and measuring and then uh, and then making adjustments, right? So there, there's that part of it, and and I don't want that. I don't want anybody that's listening to say, well, you know, I mean, you're an idiot if you don't know that tracking and measuring and knowing your numbers is not what is not a, a responsible thing. I'm not saying that. We we know how how important that is. Yes, do we not? So true. So, but what I'm talking about is like the roller coaster ride that we are we go on. If 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 literally like we are dep- if we either feel like we are the greatest thing in the world because our numbers are good, or we are the lowest person on the totem pole if our numbers are bad, that is not the way that you need to be leading. That's not the way that you should expect your leaders to be leading in their organization either. You can't do that. That's how people get burned out. That's how people quit. That's how people leave organizations because you can't deal with that on a constant basis. And, and I only say this because I've been there, Yes, you know, I've seen it. And now like from the outside looking in and looking at how other um, people are dealing with it, that's why I'm so, I want to say I'm so sensitive to other managing directors because I know the pain, you know, I understand that pain. I, I've felt that pain before. Um, you know, I always go back to this story. This was, this was like my breaking point. This was like the, the point where in, in my career as a, uh, as a leader, as a recruiter, as somebody that was driven to um, to grow the company, um, we had a, a, a situation where we had a, um, one of our agents, Kathy, uh, leave the organization, and she was a she was like my sister, right? She was like an older sister to me, sure, right? And and when she left, man, it like it devastated me, like in in no other way that I've felt. Um, and, and, and I, and I know I get emotional even just thinking about it, but she, when she left, she left the family, she left me, she left, you know, like it was, it was literally gut, gut wrenching, heartbreaking for me. And it took me, um, a, a number of days to get over it. And, and, and as I was thinking about like this talk that we were going to have today, I'm like, well, how did I get through it? Mm-hmm. 
Like, what was, what was it that got me through it? And, and the two things that I wrote down was it was literally because of the people who knew me and loved me through it. Sure. It was, it was the people sitting at my table. It was, uh, it was Misty. It was Tommy. It was Bob. Um, it was other people that were in our organization that recognized the pain that I was going through, like that, that just that heartache that I was going through, that heartbreak. And, and they, they, they filled me again, right? They, they, they were there for me. They listened to me, but they also, but they also reassured me. And then the other thing, and of course I had my family. So my wife and, and, you know, my, my best friend, my father, um, the other thing was that I was, I had to understand and have clarity of why I was willing to go through this stuff. You know, and I, and I talk, uh, to people a lot about like, you've got to know your just cause. You got to know your mission statement. You got to know your why. This is why you got to know that stuff, right? Yes. You don't do it when it's nice and easy and it's like glamorous and you're trying to tell people like, you know, like you write it on the, on a piece of paper for the office meetings, which we do, you know, um, you write it on like your, uh, you write it in your, on your walls in your office mm-hmm. or you put it on your, um, your website, you know, th- that, that's nice and that's cool. And most people, except for our organization, don't know their mission statement, right? We know our mission statement because we say it every Tuesday and everybody says it and it's awesome to hear. But you, you, you have a mission statement, you have a just cause, you have a why, you know your purpose, you have clarity because when it gets really bad, it gets you through it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's really easy as a leader to take any failure personally. Like, because you pour so much into, into people and, and organizations that, you know, you, you experience a failure, you take it personal, just, yeah. just like you did. And, and I'm, I'm here to tell you, I've, I've heard you kind of tell that story about Kathy multiple times, and every time you get emotional about it, right? Yeah. Because it's, it's deep-seated for you. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I don't have the advice for how to not take that personal, but you've got to know it's not the end of the world, right? right. And those people sitting at your table they're that much more important in times like that. Well, and I think that it's a really good point because I don't think it makes, uh, here's the thing, it, there's, you're not going to, I mean, as a leader, you care for your people, right? You mm-hmm. care for the people that are entrusting you with their future. You care for the people that have entrusted you with uh, the path in their life and, and how they're going to make a living for their family. So it doesn't get any easier. I'm just going to say that. And it shouldn't get any easier, to be honest with you. Uh, but what it does, when you have clarity in your vision, when you have clarity in why you're doing what you're doing, it makes it bearable, mm-hmm. right? It makes it, it's, like, it's almost like with your kids, right? If you, For those of you that have kids and children out there, listen, you're, you're going to go through heartache and heartbreak with your children, but you just, you don't stop going through it because it's painful, right? You, you go through it because you love them so much and it's worth it. Mm-hmm. right? Or their spouse or a significant other. Like you go through it because you are so clear on why you're with that person that it makes it bearable to go through the pain. And as a managing director, as a leader, as an owner, you better know, you better have clarity in that greater reasoning, that greater purpose as we've talked about. And you also better surround yourself with people that can be honest and life-giving to you through those times. Like right now, I know it's tough. It's tough to be a leader in these times, man. You know, you're dealing with so many emotions. You're dealing with what we've talked about in the previous podcast where people are either on one side of the aisle or the other side of the aisle. And you've got to stay very calm and you have to stay very confident and clear in that. But you can't be too much on this way or can't be too much on that way, right? 
And it's not because you're scared to be one or the other, but as a leader, that's your job is to be steady, right? Your job is to be steady so that both sides of the aisle follow and go with you, right? You don't, your job is not to leave people in the dust. Your job is not to leave people behind you. Your job is to help people get through this chaos, right? And not let them get too far out in front, but then also not let them get too far behind. And, and, and it's these moments that are really draining and you have to take care of yourself. You have to understand that. And once again, as I, the reason why we're talking about this is because I've, I've just had so many conversations with people that are feeling deflated. Mm-hmm. They're feeling defeated. Like, man, I am pouring myself out there. And James, I, you know, you know this. You and I have both been doing that. And we both had conversations where we have felt exhausted. Yeah. How about, I mean, how about this? We, you know, you and I, we're in contact with a lot of people in similar situations and similar businesses in other companies. Mm -hmm. And I know you had a a really uh, intense conversation with one of those people. And it was just, it was something so minor that, I mean, right off the bat, that person was feeling like they they had failed at something. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, they just snapped back. I mean, to the point where you were like, whoa and and you were apologetic and you're like hey listen i didn't mean it to come across like that i'm sorry it did only to find out later that after you had a a more of a conversation with this person that hey it wasn't just that one moment yeah it was a it was a bunch of things that had just kind of built up to a head at that point at the end of the day all you had to do was reassure that person that they hadn't failed yeah they were in a a kind of little bit of a slump or tough times but they hadn't failed right so and that was a that was a huge win that was an eye-opener for me going all right, there, yeah. there are some simpatico people out there who are feeling the same thing yeah. I am. Yeah, it, it really is rampant. And I think if you, have, if you are willing to have a good conversation, you're going to find a lot out there. You know, as, we, as I kind of wrap this uh, into like, well, how do like give us the ending here? Right? Like, how do we, how do we really kind of look at this? I, the, the note that I have written down is, is this, is that um, uh, we are not allowed to be very selfish in a lot of areas in our life. We're not. We, we just, we, as a leader, we can't be. We, we, we've got to be selfless. But I will say that the area in your life that you need to be so selfish, unapologetic, and so focused on is your development, is you personally. And unfortunately, that is the last thing that people like to go to. That's the, it's the last thing that people like to or have time for is, that, is their selves personally, right? And, and you know that uh, I believe in the five foundations, the five, the five fundamental things of your life. So it's faith and family, fitness, finances, and your future. And I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, like, through this, through this opportunity that you're given as a leader through this chaos, uh, you better be selfish in those areas. You better be looking at how you develop yourself through those areas right now. These are perfect opportunities. We are being exposed to so many things right now that we never had access to before. I look at it as even though I'm overwhelmed and we're on freaking 7,000 Zoom calls every single day and we've had to blow up our schedules and we're putting more time and energy and effort into the things that we're doing, I'm also looking at it too as as this is an unbelievable opportunity for growth for me. Like, and that's the selfish part of it. Like every time I'm on a Zoom call, man, I am filling out, I, I am writing notes because I'm so focused on how does this help me? Mm-hmm. And then if it helps me, how does it help other people, right? Uh, if you are not doing that as a leader, I would invite you to just change the narrative in your head to that. Change it and be like, okay, I know I got to be on four Zoom calls today. 
I'm not showing up just to do that now. I'm going to be super focused on, I'm going to make sure that I take away something that's going to help me become a better person, a better human, a better father, a better husband, whatever it is that you need to be working on. What are you going to do to help you become a better person through that? Because if not, then you're just wasting your time. You're wasting your talent. You're wasting your energy. And it gets very defeating. Yeah, you got to look at those five Fs like regular care and maintenance. You know, you would not uh, not do regular maintenance on your vehicle and expect it to last any amount of time at all. Right. You have to make the time for it because if you don't, something's going to break down. One of those five Fs is going to break down, and it's going to bring everything to a screeching halt. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe me, do an audit on that and take any one of those out of the equation, and it will it will change your life. Mm-hmm. Well, and we're asking you, you know, as as a leader, you're asked to do a lot of uncomfortable things right now. You know, I mean, you and I are having daily conversations about, hey, did you do this? And are you being challenged by this? And how are you stepping up in this area? And like we're, we're both having to call each other out and, and push ourselves to another level that we thought maybe, well, God, you know, I thought, I thought I'd be there at the end of the year, not after the first quarter. Right. Yeah. You know, I yes. mean, just the amount of growth that we've had to experience in the last two, two months. Yeah, it's going to be amazing when we look back on it and go. That was pretty impressive, man. If you think about like what we did and accomplished and how we did it and how we showed up for each other and how we showed up for this company and how we showed up for agents and how we showed up in life. Yeah, it'll be like, God, that was great, man. I'm ready for a vacation now, but that was really good. Going through it is hell. Yeah. Going through it is a challenge. Going through it is unfreaking comfortable. And it's why you feel on edge. And when you don't see the immediate results, just like we talked about, when you don't, oh my gosh, it can get so defleeting. Yes, and and that's just it. But you you can't again. You cannot judge it on that moment or that particular spot in time. Mm-hmm. You you have to look at it big big picture. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, buddy. I mean that's exactly right. And and, and I, I would just encourage you as a leader right now, you have to first of all make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that are pouring into you. You have to do that. If you have people that are life sucking, if you have people that are just literally draining you as when you go home or when you're talking throughout the day, you have got to get rid of those. As Todd would say, you got to get rid of the crabs in your life, man. Yeah. You just got to you you just got to say, hey, listen, I I got no time for you. I, I appreciate you. Thanks, love you, but that is not life giving to me right now. And the other thing is, you have to have clarity and why you are doing what you're doing. I'm not saying to go out there and, and change the job. I'm not saying that you should go out there and try to change the position or anything like that. I'm just saying discover why you're in the position you're in, right? Right now, figure it out. When you do that, you will have so much more satisfaction in your job. You have so much more satisfaction in your day. You will be willing to do the hard things. You'll be willing to do the hard changes that are required because right now we are all having to make adjustments massively in our business, in our personal life. Uh, for ourselves, uh, you know, in our families, when you figure that out, you will become a better leader. Yeah, the sooner you figure out your your purpose, mm-hmm. uh, the better off you're going to be, and and the further down the road you're going to get. Yeah, and maybe your purpose changes. You know, I mean, and and I say that loosely right now. Like, what is your purpose for the next thirty days? Mm-hmm. You know, what what is your purpose for the next six months? What is your purpose for twenty twenty? Right, like just you find a purpose for that now in this moment, and then as you as you start to fulfill that. When you continue to keep asking yourself that question, it's going to lead to a greater purpose. It's going to lead to more clarity on what the overall picture of your life should look like. Don't get caught up and going, oh, my God, I got to find my purpose in this. There's no way. No, no. What's the next 30 days? What What is going to be so purposeful over the next 30 days? Look at it that way. Get through those next 30 days and then build on that. You got it. So, All right, buddy. Appreciate you. 
I appreciate have all I, the, have, have I told you that? <laughs> well, no. I, well, yes, I'm yes, not gonna, I'm not going to sing that. But. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys have a great day, and uh, we will definitely talk to you soon. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.